Welcome to OneWord.com's podcast. Each episode revolves around one word. Today's word is festival. All right. Grab your glow sticks, put on some deodorant, and let's... Three, two, one. Go. Oh, I love a parade, and I also love a festival. I think that one of the best things about it is that everybody is on the same page. They're all celebrating this art form. Think of drugs, partying, running around, hot sun, hydrate, and being filthy. Not only where to go to the bathroom. be dancing, and there'll be people, sights and sounds and memories. It's a celebration. Festive, it's in its name. Every fall in Banner Elk, North Carolina, we have the Woolly Worm Festival. The Woolly Worm is a caterpillar that eventually becomes a tiger moth. It's like a black furry caterpillar, but there's a band of lighter brown fur around the center. And the claim is that the more wide that brown band is, is the lighter the winter will be. There's so many like portentous animals that predict the severity of the coming winter. And the woolly worm is one of them. Anyway, the woolly worm festival, you take your woolly worm and uh, you put it at the base of this string. And there's all these strings and you put the woolly worm there. And the first woolly worm to climb up the string to the top wins. It's the champion woolly worm. And its owner gets like a sweater or a jar of honey or something. And there's not a lot of rules at the Woolly Worm Festival, but one of them is you can't name your Woolly Worm something that the Woolly Worm Master can't repeat. You can't name it like Fuckface69. You know, it's got to be family friendly. And there's another rule, which is no dogs, no pets except Woolly Worms allowed at the Woolly Worm Festival which I think is a good rule because I bet at one point they didn't have that rule and I bet a dog went crazy and ate a bunch of woolly worms and it just ruined the whole festival. What a dark, dark day for the woolly worm festival when Benji ate 16 woolly worms. Being a Jewess, Festival of Lights comes to mind for the Chai holidays. Also, I immediately think of how much I enjoy Los Angeles during festival season, like Coachella and Stagecoach, because for those three weeks, it's the chillest. I think of immersing myself in the beats and sounds that the DJs play, sharing poetry in an immersive way. It's really amazing. Some of the most profound memories of my life have been at music festivals because it just combines so many things. 
it also gives people permission to party. There's no equal. Ever since I was little, I have loved to perform and host big parties. Surprisingly, I never participated in drama, um, but I did a lot of festivals in my parents' backyard. And my friend and I would charge an entrance fee. We had my Aunt Kay manage the shaved ice. My mom was in charge of the fish pond. And then she and I would dance to dumb songs, usually. And I'm sure people were wowed by our incredible skills. I am a shy introvert who doesn't like crowds, doesn't like dressing up in costumes, doesn't like planning trips. And so for some reason, I went to Burning Man, the festival of all festivals, which requires the opposite of everything I just listed. And I was also broke at the time, and I brought a borrowed tent, which I learned was broken when I attempted to pitch it when we arrived. And mind you, I was, I was stuck there for an entire week. I also learned that I didn't like the friend I went with, and I told her that while we were on MDMA, which was the only drug experience we shared the whole week. So there's no turning back after that. Our friendship pretty much ended right then and there. And I haven't been to a festival since. I feel like in this country, sometimes we don't do festivals right. I spent a year over in Thailand, and one of the greatest festivals they have over there is something called Songkran. And Songkran is essentially a countrywide water fight. The idea is it's a ritual cleansing, it's a happy new year. The whole country gets into it, and it's hilarious. People are throwing water balloons, shooting each other with water guns. And in particular, if you are a foreigner, a farang, you tend to get hit extra hard by the local ties because it's just hilarious to them. We have great national holidays. July 4th, people are out celebrating and having picnics, but just Google Songkran, Thailand. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Streets full of people spraying each other. Elephants spraying water as people are shooting at the elephant and the people riding it. Police officers walking down the street during the festival with their own water guns spraying people. It is literally a nationwide water fight. Now that is what I'd call a festival. Have you ever been to a festival and you start drinking too early? And then it's like 3 p.m. and it's 95 degrees out and humid and it just feels like you've had a blood transfusion where they replace the blood in your body with cough syrup and you're just seeking shelter wherever you can find it, like under a, a tarp of a overpriced t-shirt kiosk. And then if you're lucky, somebody in your friend group comes up and she's like, would you like a water? I brought bottled water for everybody. And you're like, oh my God, thank you, Megan. You just saved my life. And she's like, do you want a cucumber slice? You eat the cucumber slice and you're like, why don't I always eat cucumber? Like if I ever get out of this alive, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to buy. What did you say this is? When I was in New Mexico once, I was actually in Santa Fe and just happened to be there for an anniversary year of the UFO festival in uh, Roswell. And that was incredible. The costume contest was top notch. 
and all of the stuff you could look at and enjoy. The passport that I got stamped, incredible. It was in many ways like being on the set of an independent film. The best 10 days of my life spent at a festival. It was a film festival celebrating independent film. It was the first independent film that I had written and made. And uh, I had no idea what to expect going to my first film festival. American Beauty was there, a big behemoth, giant studio film, masquerading as an independent film. Of course, it took all the press and all the buzz. Ended up winning some Oscars. Well, now it's controversial. We were called American Beauty because we had won the Discovery Award for Best First Feature Film. And uh, had made the film in Smiling Fish and Goat on Fire with our own money, friends and family backing us up. And we were invited to go to this Toronto Film Festival. I don't even remember what happened on the day-to-day. All I knew is that by the end of the 10 days, I had slept in my hotel room maybe once, and I lost all of my socks. And those parties can go way into the morning, way into the next screening the next day that you're late to because you're out to God knows when doing God knows what with the most exciting, adventurous people you've ever met. A really popular festival that takes place in my home state every year is the Sundance Film Festival. And as locals, we would have the chance to be able to see the celebrities walking around because it was just less populated. And now so many people come that it's hard to not only get up there and get tickets or a parking spot, and then people have so much security that you hardly get to see um, very many celebrities. But what you will see a lot is some really incredible fashion. And a common feature at the Sundowns Film Festival is people wearing palm hats with the huge palm on top. It's inevitable that someone sitting in front of you is wearing a palm hat. And they wear it throughout the whole film. And that's just festival life, you know? Hashtag festival life. Let me try that again. Festival life is probably something different that I might look into after this recording. That's what happens when you're at a festival. You're meeting other people who are just as interested in the same things as you, but they come at it from a different angle. Fill your head with new shapes, new forms, new information. I think it's something that all humans want and need. A chance to celebrate, to connect, to be joyful. I love festivals. This is like a mini festival. It sure is. Thank you so much to everyone who contributed to this episode. Really appreciate it. As always, David at Barton Smart Trivia, Emily at Farm LA, Frank, and I'm not sure where Frank is, Kat, Steven, and Terrence here in Los Angeles, Liz and her friends at the Utah Arts Festival, and Mark in Northern Virginia. 
To be a part of a future episode, go to podcast.oneword.com. Until next time. My name's Coburn. I've been the head sound mixer at the Summer Days Bike Week Music Festival for 22 years, and I've heard it all, man. And the main thing that I've heard is, can I get more guitar? Can you turn up my guitar? Can you make guitar louder? First of all, dude, you're not as good as you think you are. Secondly, obviously I can make the guitar louder. That doesn't mean it's going to make you sound better. Also, do you think you're the first Little Feet cover band I've ever heard? I could name six other Little Feet cover bands that are better than your band right now. So don't tell me how to do my job. And don't call me Cobra. Only my friends call me Cobra.